So one thing that I notice with us as black people worldwide, I'm not going to say just black America, it's Africans, it's, you know, black Americans, black Caribbeans, Afro-Latinos. We are dealing with a global sickness. And this global sickness that I'm speaking about is white supremacist validation. Many of you feel that you can't do anything just with the approval of black people. You need the approval of the white supremacist. That's what you need. You feel that if I get the validation and approval of the white supremacist, then I know I'm doing okay. Black people could have told you that you are the awesome person, you do great things, etc., etc. You will listen to it, but it doesn't feel as good to you until someone white tells you the same thing that black folks could have told you. It's because you value the words of the white supremacist a lot more than you value yourself or even your group of people. And a lot of that is tied to Christianity. When the white man came into Africa, understand that he brought his false version of Christianity to the black people. And they use tactics like, oh, you're hungry? Okay, well, if you start reading this Bible and convert to Christianity, hey, I'll feed you. Well, sometimes if you was hungry, you know, you, you would read a Bible because you want to eat, right? But they would do no different. They claim how these radical Islamists would do, trying to make people either convert to Islam or kill them. They did all that same thing. They just did it in different ways at times, even with the slaves. You beating, you beating my ancestors, raping them, pillaging them, but then you're talking about they need to go to church on Sunday. That's why when these people have tell me they're Christian, I look at them on the side eye. I say, Christian? How are you going to be some Christian and we got a system of white supremacy? Well, you know good and well the Bible teach in the Ten Commandments have no other gods before me. And you know the white supremacists believe he is God or she is God on the earth. And that he and she belong, should have everything above everybody else. That they're superior to everybody else. That's how the white supremacists feel. So you're not in league with God at all if you are a white supremacist or believe that system should exist. You understand? And when you hear me say the word white supremacist, what I'm saying is uh, any person that believes that white people should control and dominate everything and everyone else be subject to and underneath that, or you want to maintain your white privilege, or you want to maintain your white advantage, whether you say it openly or you keep it to yourself in your heart and say it secretly, you're a white supremacist. See, for me, while white supremacist is, is not like some Klan member like most people think, or neo-Nazi, no, that's a white supremacist extremist. The average white supremacist is not out here with a Klan hood or not in the alt-right or not some offshoot of some you know, white supremacist terrorist organization. No. White supremacists are in politics. They're in the White House. For sure, they're in the Congress, they're in the Senate, they're in the Supreme Court. They are in police departments. They're DAs, they're judges. The white supremacists are everywhere. In the movies, grocery stores. They're there. And then those same people that have their ideology, if you call them out on it, they'll say they're not racist. They have a black friend. 
Oh, I have a black boyfriend. I have a black girlfriend. Oh, I have a black child. All the different things that they say that they have to like that's some validation that they are not racist. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we know good and well that doesn't mean anything because you have sex with black people or date a black person because we know black folks sell themselves out all the time. They, they love they, some of you black folks love white people. They love them more than life itself. They kiss white people's feet, literally. So that's not telling me anything that you got a black boyfriend, a girlfriend, or you married to a black person, or your uh, child is you know with a black person and you got a black grandchild. That don't mean crap to me because I know the condition of black folk. So that's why that that excuse. Don't even go far at all. But you don't need their validation. You don't even need them to like you. Because some of you are like, oh, well, I, I don't want to say that because, you know, white people, they may not like it. Why are you considered about white people and what they think? They don't be considerate of you. Think about that. They don't think about you not one time. And when they talk, when they make decisions, when they're going to look out something for their children, they don't say, oh, well, what about the black kids? They don't think like that. Oh, how, how black men will feel about this or, or black women will feel about this. They don't care. They don't seek your approval for anything that they're doing. They Think about that. They don't care about you like that. And beyond what you, why should they? But what I'm telling you is you need to be the same way. You don't consider them for nothing. When you talk about your kids, you're talking about your kids. Well, what about, uh, you know, our kids? That's your problem. You don't worry about my kids. And I don't expect you to because that's black people's issues and problems to deal with. But when you are a man or a woman that don't need their validation, see, you could talk like that. See, I'm different. I just need the validation of, of my God. I can validate myself. My family validates me. And also my community validates me. I don't need to go outside of none of that. What I just told you for any kind of validation, as long as black people are supporting me, I'm good. Now, anybody can support me now. I'm not going to turn down genuine support. What I'm saying is I'm not the guy that's looking for validation outside the black community, because as I stated many times before we make things hot. We make things trend. We make things cool. Everybody want to copy what we do. Our hair, our style, our clothing, the way we play sports. You understand? The way we act, the way we screw, the way we, anything that we do, everybody want to copy what we're doing. Got females literally doing, you know, injecting their lips and doing all kinds of things to mimic what's natural in the black woman. Black men wear they, you know, wearing their hairstyle a certain way. I, I always thought it was strange that black men start wearing beards in masks, and all of a sudden everybody else wearing beards now. Even dudes that never wore beards, you know, like a lot of times white men is not known to wear no beards like that. Maybe a few, but you're talking about a lot of them. Now you go from clean shaving, which that's kind of normal for them, to now all y'all wearing beards now. But I know when brothers start doing it in masks, all of a sudden y'all do it. Like anything we do, everybody else want to copy. And then you call a hand on it like, they ain't true. Ain't nobody trying to be like you. Yeah, y'all say that. Y'all like be yourself. So why, why do we need validation? We set the trends. I told you that. Why are you trying to look for validation where people don't even set a trend? They have to fake a trend because they control um, what's trending on 
a website. But genuine trending comes from us. We make or break things. If we like you as a political candidate, you will get somewhere. If we don't like you at all, you're not going to go nowhere. Ask Pete Buttigieg. Ask Amy Klobuchar. Ask Tom Steyer. Ask Andrew Yang. Just ask a few of them about that. What happens if you don't have black support? If your business has black support, you're going to really get some support. And that's why I tell black people, understand your position and who we are as a people worldwide. When we support you, you're good. We have to understand the power that we have with that. Sure, we may not control the government here. We may not control a whole lot of things. But our position in society, when we collectively get together and, and throw off that, I need their validation I, it's okay for them to jump in my conversation when I'm talking about black issues because I don't let that happen. If you're going to jump in my conversation that I'm having with a community conversation and telling me or telling us, for instance, we're saying, hey, brother, you know, we need to start uh, opening up some bank, uh, some bank accounts at the black owned banks, right? And then if they come in, well, aren't they kind of racist to say you want to open up? Look, don't even entertain that because this is happened one time on my channel. Don't entertain that. Just block them. Like you don't get in our conversation. We're talking about what we were doing with our money and what we choose to do. Because understand, they support their businesses, they support their banks, and they don't want you to support anything in the black community. They want you to throw all your money to them, and they all on code with that one. I'm telling you that much. Cause I remember one other time before when everybody said, yeah, Christmas, we're going to boycott, you know, all these stores. They were having a fit. Well, the businesses didn't do anything. I mean, it was the police. I understand maybe, you know, speaking out against the police because they did it in this particular town. But why would you boycott innocent businesses? This is what they would say. And you would think they were the ones that own the businesses. So, of course, they would want nobody boycotting their business. But no. These people don't even own the businesses, but they worry about you keeping your money in your pocket and not spending money with them because they understand that if, if you take your money away, that it's going to inspire other people to take your money away. You understand? Because when, when you had that boycott that Christmas and they lost billions of dollars, it wasn't just black people part of that. See, we take the lead on some other people, other white people, Hispanics, Asians, anybody else going to be a part of that. Because they don't want to be left out. Now, one thing I do know about white people, they do not want to be left out. Like Dinah Samir told me, shout out to him. They went to the year of return. You know what I'm saying? The year of return had nothing to do with them, but they want to be there. They don't want to be left out. Yeah, they spent money at the year of return, and Ghana got their money too. What I'm saying is, they don't want to be left out. So we boycott, they going to do it. Not all of them, but a lot of them will. They'll say, oh, I'm down with the cause. I, no, I agree with you guys. I, I'm not going to spend money either. So, so they know the domino effect of what we can do as a people. We take a stand and put our foot down. You know, now brothers and sisters are really starting to speak up against this pedophilia because they, they pushing too much against small children. And a lot of other groups feel the same way and they want to say something. They really do. But they don't know, like, oh, I don't know. But if we start speaking up and start, you know, leading the charge on something, oh, then they'll come up. They'll, oh, yeah, 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 I agree. I've been feeling that way. Because children have to be protected. Period. 
pedophilia cannot be legalized or even be in, even close to being talked about in America or anywhere throughout the world. One thing I love about Africa, none of that's tolerated. None of that. Keep all that mess away because you have a problem. Definitely in certain countries more than others. A lot of countries are jail centers. And, 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 and Africa being so cold with it, World Bank saying, well, shoot, we ought to not give you aid because you're not allowing alphabet marriage. Say, okay, well, don't give us aid then. Because we, we don't want that here. You understand? So we set the trends. We make things hot. We don't need their validation. Brother, you don't need their validation. Sister, you don't need their validation. You don't. You good all by yourself because we don't have no friends anyway. So what's good of validation? We don't have a true friend. And I'm not talking about an individual friend. I'm talking about a collective friend. We don't have a collective friend. It looks out for our interests. Hell, we got black politicians that don't even look out for our interests. That's why all of them need to go. Because to teach them a lesson, it's a new day in the neighborhood. And we not, if you're not going to do right, you're going to get out. That's the, because, you know, they, they look for their validation. And see what these political candidates are starting to find out. Because we ain't playing no more. We're we not, we not the civil rights generation. We are different. You're going to give us something. Because we are now starting to respect ourselves politically. Why? Because we're not needing their validation. You kind of see, brothers and sisters, when you don't need their validation, it crumbles them. They can't do much. Because we're saying, no, 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 we're respecting ourselves now. We, we're not looking for a pat on the head from you. Not to say you like us. We don't care if you like us. Matter of fact, you've shown us for over 400 years that you ain't like us. So it's not about like at this point. It's like what we need, and if you're not going to give us anything, we're not voting for you. It's just that simple. And they're going to continue to find that out. And if they still don't give us nothing, Donald Trump going to win again. And I know some of them get smart mouth. Well, you think Trump's going to give you anything? No. I don't think Trump's going to give us anything. I don't expect anything from Trump. If he do, I'll be shocked. But the fact is, you want to get in there bad. Look, I, like, like you heard they say, you know, I deal with the devil I know. I'm not going to bring in a new devil. I don't know what he's going to do. Well, that's, that's Donald Trump right there. He's the devil we know. We know what he's going to do at this point. But my thing is this. We don't need their validation, brothers and sisters, for no reason at all. You don't need it. I don't need it. All you need is the validation of your God, yourself, your family, and community. Leave me your thoughts. Thank you for listening to the Philo Scott Audio Experience. I hope you learned something from our program. Make sure if it's your first time here, go and check out all the episodes that we have. Start binge listening. That way you can get acclimated to everything that we're talking about. If you like our show and we would greatly appreciate you liking the show, Support us monthly. You can do it as little as a dollar or more. Support of the show helps us to keep going, helps us to change, upgrade, buy equipment. You know, eventually we're going to start bringing guests in and we want to make sure we put on a great show for you guys. So support is definitely something that we greatly appreciate. We definitely appreciate all our supporters that we have now. We love you. We cherish you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. See you next time.